Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber here with my fellow world leaders, uh, Supreme Leader Sebastian, and El Presidente Andrew Jefe Grande. Excellent, to that my was, friends. That, that's a <laughs> spicy title. Uh, so we are here to fix the world's problems by doing it on the internet. Yeah, that's how, how, better that's how the world's problems are solved, right? Yeah, most of them, yeah. Yeah, good. Okay, so the basis of this podcast is we each have a nation on nationstates.net and we will weekly be solving issues there and discussing why everyone else is doing it wrong and Mm -hmm. how we would run a nation given the chance. So let's go around the table and just have a little chat about who we are as leaders as leaders, you are a supreme leader, Sebastian. Yeah, but the names—it's—it's it's kind of a bit, a bit of misdirection there. I'm <laughs> not going for supreme leader. Having a little bit of regret about your choice of title. Yeah, it's really counterintuitive <laughs> to how I want to run my nation. Um, I just want to be the kind of leader that's just, you know you do you do you, buddy. Like if everyone just does what they want and nobody kicks a fuss up about it, we'll be pretty good. All right. Yeah. So we took a quiz to figure out where we sit in the spectrum of politics. Where did you Oh, gosh, land? that was a few weeks ago now, but I think I was I was very far left and down. Where did that you were, put me? You were mid-left. Was I? I can't yeah. remember. It was in a good spot. <laughs> I'm, You're I'm, liberal. We'll just call you a liberal. Sure. But not an Australian liberal. No, just not a conservative. <laughs> oh. A global liberal. There we go. <laughs> but I think I was, was it was it Presbyterian, was it? What was it? Where was I put? Did you say Piscatarian? I did. I said the wrong one. Continue. Just go on. It's fine. Do you eat fish? No, I said the wrong word. I meant, um, <laughs> what's the one where you... I said, no, I said Presbyterian, sorry. Presbyterian. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, no, I was... Um, <laughs> this is great. This is really good radio. No, oh God, what's his name? Um, You're not like Hitler. I wasn't like Hitler. I was, like, I was like the polar opposite to Hitler. Mm. That was great. Mm. Oh, just move on. Okay, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm... Uh, we're all libertarians. That's, yes. That's no yeah. secret. Uh, on this political compass, I came out um, a libertarian uh, socially. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in contrary, in contrary, in contrast <laughs> to, the t- to the two of you, uh, on the right economically, yes. conservative yeah. economically. So, and we were a little bit less libertarian than you were. Quite possibly. Yeah, I socially. have my numbers here if you're interested. Oh, yes, yeah. Oh. Give us some numbers. <clears throat> I scored a 5.63. Oh, 
on the economic left right yep. scale, uh, and a negative five point six nine on the libertarian authoritarian yeah. scale. Yeah, good. All right. <laughs> uh, so what what sort of uh, what, what's your policies? What, what what's your nation going to be? Well, the nation, uh, despite my best efforts, um, ended up being a dictatorship. <laughs> but you've decided to <laughs> lean into that, have you? Well, it had a yes, of course. You have to <laughs> you have to go with the will of the people. They're not going to uh, help themselves after all, or are they? <laughs> well, <laughs> of course they are. Um, I, I think it's because uh, uh, my people come from a tradition of um, being plucky. Um, so you need to be, be plucky pilgrims, and yes, that's exactly right. They 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 are used to having a father figure, um, and I'm more than happy to to offer my services for a modest stipend and palace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we've each prepared a little statement on how we what what we stand for, how we're going to proceed. Do you want to? Let me go around the table and uh, just see, just read them out to the audience. These will be available on the website. Um, You can get to that by going to thatsnotkindofproductions.com. All the links will be there. Uh, Go on. Oh, you want me to start it off? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The United States of America is a nation based on two things, choice and effect. You live however you want as long as it affects only you. The second your actions negatively affect someone else's life, then Seb America has a problem with you and you will be excluded from our vibrant utopia. And by vibrant utopia, you mean uh, cluster we, of hermits. No, no, no. no. <laughs> People are free to do what they wish as long as it only affects them or positively affects those around them. The second that their actions negatively affect someone else, then there's a problem. So okay. as long as you're doing something that is good for everyone around you, it's, the ball's yours. Okay. I concur with the sentiment of my fellow world leader here. Mm. However, the way he's going about it is completely wrong. <laughs> well, yes. The Confederacy <laughs> of Antropolia is a father no best state, a very proud dictatorship, determined to repeal every last law until the Constitution can be printed on a pamphlet, as a pamphlet. However, the people deserve freedom. They must do as I say in order to get them there. I know best. (laughs) I know best. You know best until you die. This will come out in later discussions, I am (laughs) sure, but democracy is heavily flawed. I know best. (laughs) I'm going to make sure these people are free. Well, it is the inherent flaw of the nation-state system that you can't be lynched you can't have coups happen <laughs> as no matter much as what it should happen <laughs> yeah no matter what happens you're always going to be number one in charge of your country so you don't have to worry about re-election and stuff like that ever so technically we're all dictators but <laughs> no no i just have incompetent competition that's how i'm spinning it like there's elections they're thrown and no well, one rigs them that just hasn't been a good i'm glad stand you up. said that because my system is about breeding competent competition. Oh, good. <laughs> so I've written a rather lengthy... Please. Uh, well, it's, it's three paragraphs, so it's not too long. Zane C. Weber is a futurist who believes in the strength and power of education and technology to drive his nation and its people into a bright and prosperous future. He stands on a platform of community involvement and community values and vows to ensure that Zane Australia becomes and remains a well-oiled, functional democracy built by and for an active and politically engaged and well-educated populace. 
the Chancellor will promote diversity and equality through data-driven initiatives and a scientific approach to policy and national development. A futurist at heart, education and science will be well represented in this government as well as the idea of transhumanism and puppies. Puppies are very important. It's now a bad time to bring up that dogs are my national animal. <laughs> no. Okay. I, I <laughs> applaud you. It's a good choice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys pick for national animals? Peacock. The penguin, of course. Yep. All good choices, but I really don't like birds. And this isn't just because <laughs> you picked birds. I don't like beaks, flapping, and squawks. Squawks? Squeaks? You also don't like horses. Horses have giant you horse don't like teeth. Cats. <laughs> no one likes cats. People tolerate cats, and cats tolerate them back. It's not as weird. So, really, you only like dogs. I like other animals. Dog like animals. A goat? Is, I guess. No, you would hate goats. No, they have teeth just like horses. But they don't, they don't have big faces like horses. <laughs> so it's. It but gets, they have goat faces. Yeah, yeah but they have little very, goat. very seductively long tongues. But they got those little beards. Like you just give them scratches like a puppy. It's pretty good. <laughs> yes. And I, I bet chimps would be fine. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. They I, I hear fling stories. dung at you. Yeah, probably not. Mm. <laughs> Banned from my country. And if they're angry at you, they will rip off your fingers. <laughs> and your face. I, was that and your th- testicles. Oh. Well, they will take away every part of you that <laughs> makes you human. <laughs> It's good. Okay, well, we'll stay well away from chimps. Yeah, but they're a bad commodity. Actually, we used to eat them in South America. So so your currency is chimps? No, it's the gilder. (laughs) I researched myself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we've all just started out in nation states. We've we've had some experience with it before, but we've started anew. We've got our... So we'll just... Our levels at the moment, so we won't go into all the details. If you're interested, you can find us on there. You just have to search for our nation names. I am saying Australia, United States of Seb America. I think it just comes out of Seb America if you search it, though. Right. Andropolia. There you go. So you can search for that. Uh, at the moment, my civil rights level is good, my economy is fair, and my political freedom is excellent. My civil rights are very good, my economy is good, and my political freedom is superb. My civil rights are good, of course. Yep. The economy is strong. Hell yeah. <laughs> good job. And the political freedoms, <clears throat> best not talk about them, really. They're unheard of. Because they're not there. Because they're not there. They're not They there. are there, but they refuse to acknowledge <laughs> the way in which I present them. You're free to be as political as you want. <laughs> you personally. But <laughs> that's it. Fine. Just don't tell anyone about it or think it too loud. All right. No, I, I encourage discourse. I encourage discourse in my because nation. Because how else people? will you... Just figure under out the table. To kill. That's exactly yeah. right. Then. So, if you had to pick a politician or leader of some kind, past or present, that you would think you'd like to emulate or you think had the right idea, who do you think you'd pick? Oh, goodness me. I don't. Okay. I know in practice, my plan may not actually work. So, I don't think this has actually happened. Well, it doesn't have to be the country that you're doing. It's like a leader who you think did well in their time that you would be happy if you could do as well as they did. Hmm. In United States history, Andrew Jackson was one of only two presidents, I think, or perhaps even the only president to ever um, repay the national debt and squash hmm. the banks yes. and, yeah. and, and get rid of uh, uh, chartered uh, banking and such. Uh, so in that respect, in in, in getting rid of the... The uh, establishment, the filth, the establishment, <laughs> getting rid of as many as many laws and uh, uh, and um, uh, complications as possible. I will emulate Andrew Jackson. Would you consider yourself a populist? It, well, I have to be. Okay, I, 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 I better right. be popular. 
No, yeah. no, no, not at all. <laughs> no, <I'm... laughs> Except when you're a dictator. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a little bit weird. Only because the, the, I, I have no real life counterparts that would have allowed this much freedoms. Joss Sweden, right? I was going to go Gough Whitlam only because okay. of his emphasis on the youth, um, just through like freeing up universities and trying to just push through the education there to allow more choices through education. Yeah. Only, only because that's the most I can swing with the idea of just giving choice there. Yeah. If not Fidel Castro. But I mean, like, <laughs> we'll go Gough Whitlam. We'll go, we'll go Whitlam. That's a. Uh... I, th- oh, well, I suppose it's not that yeah, big I of know. a difference. Yeah. Um, for those uh, foreign or non-Australian listeners, Gough Whitlam was one of the prime ministers here in Australia, I think, what, 20 years ago or yeah, so? Yeah, be the 80s. 40. 75 he was, was um, discharged by the Governor-General. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah he, goes, he um, 70s, yeah. made university free for a period while he was there. He ended up getting yeah, discharged pretty much because he got locked out of Parliament, wasn't able to pass anything because yeah. he lost um, majority, I think. Is that right? Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a hung parliament and nothing. It was could, easy could enough be, just to yeah. piss him off. But he was, I mean, I think he was pretty good. It's just, yeah, Ideally, like, yes, he had the right idea. Although, at least for me. Not for Australia at the time, I don't think. Personally, maybe Howard Holt, like the kind of prime minister that just walks into the <laughs> ocean and doesn't come back. <laughs> slash Chinese spy, whichever you sure one you want. you want to be in a politics podcast, Sam? He's like the great, the best politician <laughs> the one that walk into the ocean and disappear. He's a mysterious, <laughs> enigmatic figure of the past. If I could be half of that, I'll sure. be happy. What He's was yours, Zane? Um, well, I, I do have a soft spot for Gough Whitlam just because he had ideals in a time where it wasn't really well looked upon. Ahead but of his time, would you say? Yeah, I would say so. Um, but... Right now, I really admire Andrea Merkel. Oh, she's a good choice, yeah. yeah. Um, not so much for her uh, her stance on the issues, but just for the pragmatism that she approaches the governing of a country and leading the Eurozone. Uh, the, the thing that... The most recent thing that's impressed me is the fact that she held a vote on same-sex marriage when she fully intended to vote against it but still allowed it to go through. So I think that is the way a government should be run. Um, it's a very honest way to run it. Exactly right. Mm. And I, I think that's that's what I value. Like my ideal government is very decentralised uh, and you you have a very politically active populace who take an active role in the vote and the policies. So I think putting it out to the floor like that, even though you don't want it to happen, is the way that a government should run. So Merkel. Merkel, Merkel. all the way. Oh. Though Germany in. Really? Oh, look. After They've had Hitler. a bit of a bad run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we take Hitler out of the equation. And World War One out of the equation. Yeah, right. Yeah. Jeez. If we're... If we're Modern, um, modernly, fine. <laughs> If we're drawing on uh, Australian politics mm-hmm. as uh, um, sort of not not ideal, I can't I can't think of the word uh, as a reference. Yes, yeah. um, then for me it's Paul Keating. Yeah, um, he was also economic reform. Yeah, um, very uh, hard nosed about it. No, this is going to happen, despite the popular opinion mm. and and opinion vastly against him. He remained um, strong to his his um, and again uh, proven right. In time, in yeah. time. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, no, he had a, he had a strong resolve, and and that's he knew that's that's what needed to be done. That was yeah. best for everyone. And I'll throw out there. There was also admirable things about like first half. Um, Kevin Rudd 
I also like, but no, only because of like bringing back the indigenous community, sort of getting them involved doing the big apology kind of thing. Like little things that you could easily be seen as unimportant by other leaders, but he just yes. got them done and moved past them. Well, I also think that he was very much a PR prime minister. Yeah, like he; those were the issues that people kind of get kept harping on, and he was just get that out of the way, get what benefits you can out of it at the time, and then move on. Yeah. yeah. Did the TV show Utopia, just as a sign note, did that have its first season during the Rudd? Prime Ministership? I have no idea. I never saw it. Sorry. You've never seen Utopia? No. It's brilliant. I think if you did. like if you like politics and you like Australian satire, Utopia is okay. where it's at. All right. Well, shall we get on to the issues? Certainly. Okay. So we've each selected one issue from the issues plaguing our nations, uh, and yeah. So we're going to bring it up and give you our answer, and the others will uh, tell. The, us why we're wrong or agree with me you know <laughs> i can i can imagine agreeing with you seb you can imagine i it. don't imagine i'll agree with andy that much well no there are some things i can see us all agreeing with both you two <laughs> we'll see we what we we really need like a hard hardcore right wing host but i just don't i'm just not i'm happy to play any. that part i just don't know any no don't I'm, i'll get so angry at you oh all right <laughs> I'm a little bit right wing. I um, seems like I was a very emotional leader that it will literally matter on the day I had before I sat down here to record. Okay. And that'll tell you what kind of leader I am for that month. Well, so <laughs> you're just gonna be an Italian leader the entire time. I think so. Oh, I should have gone I should have gone, um oh god, what's his name now? Oh well, he's gone. Mussolini? Ber- no. Ber- no. Berticelli or whatever. No, the- Berlusconi. Berlusconi, thank you, him. <laughs> the one that like Berticelli. I think that's a pasta sauce. <laughs> They're all pasta sauces. <laughs> Okay, well, Zane, do you have an issue to stick with? I do. Uh, Mine is very dear and near to the centre of my my government is should democracy be compulsory? I actually have this issue set as well, so I'm going to join you on the the trail here. So go ahead and I'll... the issue is described as, in response to a slow news week, certain highbrow newspapers have stirred up the debate over voluntary versus compulsory voting. We have three options. Compulsory voting makes about as much sense as having the death penalty for attempted suicide, says civil rights activist Gerald Gillard. <laughs> You can't force people to be free. You can only give them the choice. Besides, of all those derelicts who can't be bothered to get off their butts once every few years voted, who would they elect? I shudder to think. <laughs> the next one is, It's not contradictory at all, argues political commentator Maria Miller. <laughs> I'm glad it was a woman. I didn't check her head beforehand. The fact is, if not everyone votes, the outcome isn't truly representative. Some groups, like elderly gun nuts, vote more often than others. That's why we always end up with such terrible politicians. I won't take that to heart. <clears throat> the third issue. This raises an interesting issue, says Waldo, your brother. Mm, <laughs> Waldo. My brother's Ned in this case, so. And that is, why do we need elections anyway? Seems to me it would be much simpler if you just decided what was right and did it. 
Wouldn't that save everyone a lot of time? Stop waggling your Waldo finger. Waldo is onto <laughs> something. Listen to that guy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I will make it compulsory. You will force people to be free. No, I will force people to tell me what they think. Ah. So I'm not forcing freedom on them. I'm not, I'm not saying you have to be free. I'm saying you have to tell me what you think so that I know what everyone thinks. What happens if they don't have an opinion? If they don't have an opinion, then they can donkey vote like what 20% of Australia does every time there's a compulsory vote. I personally love the idea of the compulsory vote like we have in Australia because it, it, sh- it really annoyed me like when we saw the election recently in America how the percentage that, that didn't vote that could have, for me personally, could have changed the election more favourably. But in saying that, I don't want to make people really do anything. I want them to vote because they want to vote because they have something to say. And if it takes a bad string of politicians to teach my nation that it is time to actually have an opinion and vote, then that is the penalty because I'm creating a free-thinking society that actively goes out and makes changes. Your gambling that you create free-thinking society. But the only chance to give them that opportunity to free-think is to allow them to. If I I restrict it, I never give them the chance. So that's why... No, what you're doing is you're saying... You're reducing the chance of a good politician getting in. Yep. And if my nation <laughs> if my nation struggles for twenty years and on the twenty first year they learn a lesson and vote, then I've won. And it's I think oh. I'm playing the long game here. But that's like saying it's great that Trump got elected. Because if it teaches America so to... many other people are now more politically active. Yes. Whereas if more people were already politically active, you wouldn't have to elect a Trump to make them politically active. I think Suffering through a Trump for four years, assuming the world doesn't end, is worth is, is, <laughs> is is worth every day that you spent if it taught an entire society my voice matters, I need to use it. I'm I'm happy to accept what you're saying, but I I don't agree with the, yeah. the justification. I also have this issue, but I dismissed it entirely. None of those options are the right. The right answer. What was yours? Just kill the See, opposition? I thought, I thought you would have gone with the um, just dec- decide what's right and do it. No, no, no. Because we're not going to legislate. We're not going to say that voting is is illegal or disallowed. If people want to form voluntary organisations and vote for leaderships within them, however they, they want to organise themselves. Um, so you're for unions, if that's if that's how people want to organise, right? They won't be supported by by legislation in any way, but they I can. I think that I don't. I'm going to move to your country. <laughs> <laughs> unions, up the political unrest. Unions require the help of the legislature in order to to do a lot of the the yes, things that they yeah. do. Without without government help, unions, I think, you know, without government help, as unions a, are a rebellion. As a well, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah essentially, <laughs> essentially, and it doesn't it doesn't do very well for yeah. for workers to continually uh, strike and and not do things. I I dismissed it because I think that a system where some people can decide can vote essentially on behalf of other people. You know, you only need a majority to elect some some leader. Um, you know, forty nine percent of which. Uh, the, of 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 the of the, um, the populace of which will disagree with them on issues can be opposed completely, and yet they still get in. They don't get only fifty one percent of the voting power yes, whenever yeah. they're in legislature. They get a hundred percent of the voting power. 
that system I think is flawed, fundamentally flawed. So you're kind of what so preferential? No, do away with voting altogether. If you have to vote on on something, then then it it it, it just shouldn't it just shouldn't happen. It should be unanimous or not happen at all. Completely voluntary. Hmm. Completely voluntary. I lo- I I understand. I love the the theory of it, but I wouldn't. How would you? How would you practically put that down? The brilliant part is, is that the government would not be able to do anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. We right. have a Ron Swanson yeah. on our hands. <laughs> Ron Swanson is my. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you if if a government can't raise taxes, it can't fund itself, and it can't make decisions on behalf of people that they would rather not 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 be made. Hmm. So by tying its own, tying tying my own hands in this in this nation, uh, I, you know, give give people freedom. The government will eat itself out of out of all its out of all its uh, positions, out of all its money. I like it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm still gonna make voting a thing, but I like it. <laughs> See, I think that leads to at least in the short to midterm. Complete anarchy. Oh, he, Andy's losing literal citizens <laughs> to the great death, but but <laughs> the have great small, death. Yeah, but have smaller numbers left, which means it's easier to find a unanimous decision. So, I mean, nobody's dying. Everybody's perfectly healthy. <laughs> it sounds like people are dying. Strong now economy until they need health care. When the government right? shuts down, yeah, and you have no hospitals open, <laughs> then but like, this is good. No, this is actually helpful though, because the less people that live, the easier it is to form one decision. I sense a little bit of cynicism in no, that. No, no, honestly, that's like the fastest route to agreement is less heads to agree with. Well, yeah, fewer people arguing. Exactly, it's great. And those that do argue are so so weak from sickness yeah, that you can just hit them over the head and agree while they're asleep. So, okay, so let's... In let's saying pres- that, you've kind of betrayed a, a, a bit of a philosophy that you have in, in that you think that governments are fundamentally responsible for people's health and well-being. By picking my option, way. do you mean, or by no, 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 no. just by, just by oh, at all that, that there's some, no, no. that oh. there's some responsibility that government has towards people, and I don't they none whatsoever. I don't have a responsibility to anybody I, else on the planet. I see a government neither as, neither should I expect. I see this my government as the the teacher at a kindergarten, a kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I'm not there to teach. I'm there to keep them alive until their parents come to get them. Who are their parents? No, no, there are no parents in this. The, the metaphor oh, ends okay. before the parents get there. Um, <laughs> The government is just there to sustain life. And the life of everyone within the country is so, their job is just to live however they want to. Literally a nanny state. Yes, in a sense of actually like a nanny, yeah. But not, not like Australia, how it, like speed cameras everywhere and shit. I mean... And no one can stay out past no, midnight. We've all got a curfew. My government is the, my government Put is those the chips life down. Support. My government's the life support on a terminal patient. Just keeping them alive. Okay. Yeah. My response to what Andy said is I, w- I would say that while government doesn't have a responsibility to its citizens for healthcare, I would say it has the responsibility that its citizens give it over their healthcare. So if I, if a person came to me and said, I'm really sick, I need money to go to the hospital, I would say, yes. I care for you. I will give you money to go get well. If they're sick, wouldn't they be asking for medicine, Zane? 
I, if they're asking a, for money, they could use that money to buy drugs or hamburgers. I'm not a doctor. Which is fine either way. I can't dispense medicine. <laughs> However, I might be able to get drugs. I do live in Fortitude Valley. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say the, the government should act as an agreement. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Agreement of the community to what it offers the community. In my world, that is healthcare education. That's true. If it arises spontaneously, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll agree to that. So, well, that's the thing. Like, we're not making these in a vacuum. No, so, no, no. That's, yeah, that's so exactly right. That's the, yeah. I want to encourage that sort of mentality, which mm. does include kind of keeping people alive long enough to make them a, a contributory member of society. What if they can't contribute anymore? What if they're just alive and taking up space? Oh, then definitely. We'll probably get to that as an issue. That'll probably, <laughs> be, we'll probably hit the euthanasia issue soon. <laughs> All right. Well, shall we click? I our, did. Yes. Okay. Well, I will. Join me. Uh, da, 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 da. Can I just? I'm really happy. Okay. So I did that. My eyes in voting is now voluntary in my yep. country. Um, my political apathy went up two percent, and mm. it literally just says whatever, which is really <laughs> in key with my whole message here. So I'm happy. Well. Voting is now compulsory in Zane Australia, and Zane Australia was reclassified from liberal democratic socialists to just democratic socialists. Ooh. You're taking the first steps <laughs> away from liberty. Um, my authoritarianism <laughs> went up 30%. My goodness. My corruption, 7.7%. No surprise. Tourism, up 3%. Crime, 0.72%. And my economic output, 0.06%. Going down are manufacturing, taxation, pacifism, political apathy, charmlessness, ideological radicality, safety, political freedom, and intelligence. So, look, I guess (laughs) it's just one of the steps on the pathway (laughs) to utopia. I am <laughs> curious because the app I'm using only mentioned one thing. I'm curious if I actually did rise in different areas and whether I would have gotten more information off the actual site. That's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow it. Because I'm sure something else would have gone down for me if not. Sometimes there's only one or two things that change. Oh, it's have to be crazy. Especially if you're just kind of backing up an opinion that we've all had. Mm. All right. So who's got the next issue? I have a boring one. All right. Or by all means. Is this a boring sandwich or is the bread the boring part? We have to uh, no, it really is a boring sandwich. Okay. <clears throat> Uranium deposit promises to enrich Andropolia. Oh, I had this one as well, so I'm going to oh, jump on with you. Oh, I don't have it. So, I think all the es- answers done. <laughs> essentially what it's condensed to, I did, the, I did the clicky thing earlier, I'm very sorry, so I've sort of oh, gone, gone ahead and summarised every, everything. Um, it, basically what's happened is a prospecting company... Um, called Nukes for You. Oh yes, they sound great. Nukes for You. Very, you know, they're they're in they're in power and energy. Um, 
arms manufacturing. <laughs> Mostly power and energy. <laughs> Mostly power and energy. That's, that's the sideline. That's, that's their bread and butter with a very, very big door on the side <laughs> leading to the, to the arms factory. Uh, Nukes for You has uncovered a large deposit of uranium. There are three choices um, ahead. Uh, with dismissal, always a choice. But I, I did actually exercise something here. Uh, the first is to um, grant government permission for nukes for you to bulldoze the rainforest and do as they will to get um, the uranium out. Yep. I should mention also that the Confederacy of Andropolia has a very significant mining sector. So in... I'm not in, surprised. <laughs> so in not allowing them to do anything, I would imagine there would be quite a response. Yeah, yeah. The second option is, of course, to preserve the rainforest um, and not, not let them do anything, essentially make it a, a, an off-limits um, site for them mm-hmm. and put up parks and kites and whatever <laughs> these people like. Kites. Yeah. I like kites <laughs> and birds <laughs> and beavers. Yeah, they have their Mere place. Meerkats. Yeah, meerkats. baby seals. Yeah, that's fine. As long as they stay away from the uranium mines, they'll be perfectly fine. But what about all the pretty flowers that are allergic to uranium mines? There are flowers at the administration building <laughs> and, in, and in vases all throughout the uh, very generously we have appointed... pictures of flowers painted <laughs> on the walls. In you know, fact, you know we, we took a photo like. of it before we bulldozed it and we just transferred it onto the outside of the that's building. exactly right. We had to colourise it a little bit, you know. You wanted a whole technology-based society, right, Zane? This is like the perfect compromise for you. (laughs) (laughs) Pictures everywhere. And the final choice? It was a compromise between the two. Um, Not a a completely um, carte blanche approach to to mining, um, but also some some, uh, preservation going on. Uh, That is what I exercised, the the compromise, because despite having a a heavy mining sector... my um, citizens are also quite um, environmentally conscious Mm. and tourism forms a big part of um, uh, tourism for the great environment, for the pristine waters which are full of Mm. frolicking penguins, the national animal. This is very necessary. (laughs) (laughs) I went with the compromise. I thought that was the um, most prudent option. I'm in two minds personally. Nobody lives in the rainforest, so technically destroying all of it doesn't negatively affect anyone they might lose them that they like but they haven't lost part of their lives so there's that but also compromise is a great option because everyone wins which i feel like should be the national slogan of my country <laughs> like but it's not so <laughs> it's everyone wins kind of if you look at it the right way which is my way the state section <laughs> so if only to look forwards forward to the future and say maybe it's about time the United States of America didn't rely on door-to-door salesmen. I'm going to go full ball here and fuck off the rainforest. And it's, really? It's not affecting anyone and it's allowing people that want to do something to do what they want to do. So... Oh, th- what about those people who wanted to go on hikes through the rainforest? There's yeah. other places to go what through What are those hikes? people who wanted, to, wanted their kids to like live in unpolluted air? What about all those tourist scientists yeah, who are going to come scientists. and explore all the wonderful fauna that you what have? What about all those... Ecotourism capitalists. Hear me out here. <laughs> Seb America being as different as it is from most societies probably doesn't see that much tourism, mainly because people come there and they're like, can I get murdered just because someone else wanted to murder today? Like, how does that work? Wait, 
our clothes are optional because that probably I, brings a tourist crowd. I have a very specific kind. But I haven't hit the tourists. option yet. So oh. currently clothes are... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Whatever you feel like. <laughs> Maybe. I think I'm going to go with, yeah, this, destroy it only because bring it down as basic as I can. Somebody wants to do something and it's not actually harming anyone. So... Not directly. No. But not not in an obvious way. But if I go to Subway and buy a sandwich and somebody now can't have the Italian herb and cheese bread, I've negatively affected their life. But mm-hmm. I didn't break the law. No, you don't. You don't stop somebody from having Italian herb and cheese mm. if you take you just, the last one. But like, I'm not. The I'm not stopping them from going on walks. I'm not stopping them from going to the lake and having a you know, fishing trip. I'm stopping them from going to this one forest. I'm sure there's other forests, right? Like the experience Maybe. Is, still exists. Your country, man. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm imagining it's pretty big. I'm just going to bulldoze it. The question doesn't go into detail about who owns the rainforest. Yeah, I imagine point. it's state land, unless otherwise. Yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly where I'm going from this. So they, so from from my country's perspective, there would have to be a compromise. I don't think yeah. you could. Well, I also would go with a compromise, just because I don't think it's worth. Uh, destroying or negatively affecting your economy mm. if you can have as little effect on the environment as possible. I, I think it is – I don't think it's either mining or environmentalism. I think there is – Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, well, I'll put it this way. The money that people will gain through this venture in my world will actually provide them with the more, more choices because now they have more money. Welcome to the Plastic Rainforest Park. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to commit – only because now they can they can yes. buy that new toy they wanted. Well, hypothetically, what if the, the the rainforest, for whatever reason, had been on sale? The uranium company nukes for you uh, bought the land. Mm. Would you have any reason to stop them? Would they need to submit a proposal in order to carry out mining, or can they do whatever they like on land they freely own? Sweet Jesus, I had a lot of effects. Mm. It didn't. Adjust. Oh my god! Oh yes. <laughs> oh, yes. It, it got um, very nasty very quickly. <laughs> I would suggest in in my case they would still need government mining approval just because like that is... Well, that's what we're giving them, right? By saying yeah, yes. Yeah, but no, like if it was private land and they bought it privately, mm. would the government have a say? I'd say yes still mm. because it could negatively affect areas outside that specific property line. So... Um, but then if it did, they were, the, the owners of that property would have reason to sue. No. Yes. When? Yeah. <clears throat> but what in, if it's state? State-owned property. <laughs> no, there is no state-owned property. Sell it all. <laughs> Sell absolutely every scrap of land, and then spend your money till get it's it all. gone, <laughs> and you're on your own. <laughs> now, get it. I think. I think everything should should go into private hands, and um, there'd be no rules on on how on, on what you do with it. If you want to dig a uh, a huge hole. To the center of the earth in your little one meter square. What if you land? want to make a volcano? You want to make a volcano? Yeah, construct one. You can do that. You can do that. If you. And if everyone else dies, <laughs> they're not there to sue you. So. Well, no, no, no. If you, if you, if you bought a flamethrower, yeah. right, and you, or made one even. I made, have. You, you make the, one at home. Let's right? say. Yeah. And you're testing it at home. Yeah. Fine. No problem. If you set your neighbor's house on fire. Problem. Big problem. Yeah, I agree. Big problem. But Their insurance company, if they have one, comes after you and says, hey, 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 you owe us some money. And we, in we America, to, they would had, have insurance because <laughs> that's what we do. We had, to, we had to pay out the claim, 
right? We, we were ob- obliged to do if that. they die... What, the whole company... No insurance. <laughs> Life insurance is a no thing, No one's going right? to claim... <laughs> Okay, do you want to give us the cliff notes of what happened to you? <laughs> right, I only say cliff notes because I have about 70 different things that have mm. occurred. <laughs> so. so by choosing the compromise to allow the nukes for you yep. to, uh, to do some exploratory mining, charmlessness increased by 1,054%. Wow. Uh, 2,640%. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so miners are not nice people apparently. Yep, not nice. However, wood chipping... Up one hundred and six percent. Yours went up. Yes, I got seventy two percent up. I thought Ooh, mine would have been more no, than that. Mine okay. went up because I'm conserving because so we're managed. More to chip in the that's, that's exactly right. You see, nice steady approach. Twenty uh, percent increase in the death rate. Fifty four. <laughs> Just twenty percent. Just like a lot more people are dying, but that's unnecessary. Fifty four percent. Yeah, and in, you had a fifty four percent increase in the death rate. Yeah. What were you doing before this? Were you just like lying in bed? What kind of health and forever? safety legislation do you have? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> are they, are they mining for uranium with their skulls? What are they chewing it off? <laughs> Listen, maybe. It's their, it's their call. I'm not going to stop them. As long as they don't mine with someone else's skull, it's okay. <laughs> what about can they mine with miners' skulls who have already died? <laughs> consent to, with consent of the family, yes. Wait, so the family retains ownership of the body? I guess. All right. No, Unless go it on. radiates into some sort of living skeleton creature. <laughs> then it's Uranium, a state issue. It's a, <laughs> it's a jam. Uh, arms manufacture, mining, and funnily enough, obesity up 17%. Hmm. I don't know what uh, uranium mining and obesity have. Um, Maybe income. Did income Was income affected? A 4% increase in tax and a 7% increase in manufacturing. Oh. My mining went up 48%, but my obesity went up 7%. So 7%. Less. Okay. But you think it would go up more because now there's not a forest to walk around in. True. Like you think, yeah, you think having a forest would actually lower the rate. Not but maybe you've got more miners working hard in a mine. There you go. Uh, or maybe. you have to import miners. Yeah. My economy only went up 7%. Well... The sad news is that trout fishing is down oh, 179%. What is your Can economy Can you believe do? it? <laughs> From three <laughs> trout to one. What did your economy, sorry, what did your economy do? Down? And no, there was, there, was no, there was no economic effect, just a 4% increase in tax. Oh. My average income went up, which is nice, but oh, also... Oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, but the wealth gap went up 27%. Mm. Environmental beauty down 85%. And a surprising amount of cheese... Must have been in the rainforest because cheese exports are down forty four percent. All those, all those uh, that flow on effect to the goats. Yeah, <laughs> all those illicit backdoor <laughs> cheese manufacturers hiding out in the forest with all the foliage as they cover cheese. <laughs> all those native cheese reserves you have in the forest. Oh, so how, how low did your cheese drop? Uh, it dropped by forty four percent. Thirty one. What the? F- okay, good, good team. So 15% decrease to tourism. Yep. Obviously, a rainforest is going to have some effect, but it's a bit of a controlled approach, so it's, you know... The 15%? It's a give and take. Okay. Almost 25. 25? But yours is 15, was it? 15. That's oh, exactly that's right. not too bad. Average income decreased by hmm. 3%. Hmm. I believe that would be because you're giving it to a company. Possibly. Mm. Well, yeah, this one company just got all yeah. the uran- uranium in one country. Pretty that's much. Ex- so yeah, that's it exactly must have- right. Yeah, exploded. Now that I mean, this this patch of rainforest must have been state owned. Yes, yeah. in order for this to happen, 
because if the if nukes for you did some prospecting and and just bought it outright to uh, to explore, that would have been fine. All right, and a two percent decrease in lifespan. Well, who needed those two years anyway? My my lifespan went down four percent. My government size went down a percent. So excellent, probably because a private went up a bit. I guess. Yeah, you're handing it over. No more Department of the Rainforest. But really concerning (laughs) the win win. (laughs) The pizza delivery industry went down five percent. Oh no! Probably because of all the dead obese people. Now that I look back at it. (laughs) Um, But one thing worth noticing, a couple of things worth noting for me is eco friendliness went down one hundred and two percent. Fair call. Surprised. Environmental (laughs) beauty went down seventy five percent. Pacifism went down 60%, Ooh. but authoritarianism went down 33%. Excellent. So we're less passive, but... Well, again, because you're authori- handing it over to private mm. yeah. private industry, you're not, mm. going, you're not authoritarian. But my weather went down. I don't know what that even means, but sure. It's it must have been a acid rain. Yes, <laughs> yeah. industrialism. Okay, well, what, what issue do you have for us, Seb? Heresy here. Sorry, heresy, heresy. I was loading and it went over the thing. <laughs> In a recent high-profile trial in Submerica City, notorious mobster Maxine the Octopus Bariotti was accused of murder, racketeering, grand theft, and jaywalking. The trial ended in acquittal on all accounts after several witnesses who had given detailed and damning out-of-court statements to the police failed to come to court. The prosecutor's office has now come to you demanding that Submerica review its law regarding the use of -of out-of-court statements. This is not what I thought it was going to be about. <laughs> I was hoping to say about religion, but here we are. Um, I'm not doing character voices, though. Come on. Nah. They they're, can all be from New Zealand. I was going to go, they're all going to be Kiwis. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what a miscarriage of justice shouts the disgruntled district attorney. Oh, Haley Dent. That's cute. Mm, that's gender swapped Harvey. That's great. Um, as she flings a huge stack of police reports on your desk. Look at all these great statements made by a dozen witnesses, but now that jerk Maxine goes free just because they didn't personally show up. You know how hard it is to wrangle up a dozen witnesses for a trial? Like herding bats. The trial should have ended in the guilty verdict after five minutes, but the way things are going, it's a coin flip. Oh, God, she's Harvey Dent. Um, Whether the, the Justice Department is... Oh, I've done or not. Um, if a witness makes a report to a cop, that cop should be able to testify to what was said. Mm-hmm. Uh, alternatively... Um, you can't be serious, cries family attorney Tam Hagen, who defended Barioti. Don't you realize that we have this rule against out-of-court statements for a reason? A person can only have a fair trial if they get to confront their accuser face-to-face in open court. Sometimes the reason witnesses don't show up to trial is that they know that they were lying to the police all along. Um, allowing in all these out-of-court statements will mean more incorrect people get convicted. Sure, sometimes a guilty person will go free, not my client, of course, but some actual guilty person will. But isn't it better that a thousand guilty people go free than one wrongly convicted innocent does? Sorry, does go to jail? Or, God, these are all long ones. Let's just, let's just find the, let's just, I propose a third way. Bring back trial by ordeal. Let the accused <laughs> wrestle with the dog. If they win, they didn't do it and get to a go dog. free. Oh, because you're a national animal. Yeah. <laughs> wrestle with a penguin or wrestle with the peacock. <laughs> peacock could be dangerous. Could be dangerous. A dog could yeah. be dangerous. Yeah, wrestle the dog. Um, Emperor penguins are dangerous. <laughs> if they lose, we bury if the remains like in a shallow grave. It's a foolproof system that our ancestors used for thousands of years. And I'll tell you. They didn't waste a pretty penny on it. That is very tempting on merit, but um, 
This is difficult because the obvious option here is if the witnesses can't show up, you delay the trial. You don't just reach a verdict. Like this isn't Phoenix Wright where you need a verdict within three sessions. Like you can just wait a little bit. But I believe what they're going is that a mobster has threatened witnesses away and so what they've said in statements is no longer going to be entered into the record on court. And so the verdict is not certain. This is a very tough one in that it doesn't affect how I feel about my my my, cult, my country. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh, apart from the trial by dog, these are all pretty good options. I like the idea of the person being there because you should know where the accusation came from. And in Seb America, the whole thing is you can do what you want as long as it doesn't affect another person. So if the idea is you shouldn't be negatively affecting another person, you should be able to see the person that you have affected in turn that put you there. What if? You get a group of people falsely accusing someone. And they use the system against you. Well, then a group of people could do the same thing through written testimony. Yeah, I know. They could. Like that, that doesn't affect if they're there in person or not in person. So but I can't If it was trial by ordeal, it wouldn't matter what they said. You just have to brush up your dog wrestling skills. What if we made them <laughs> attend court, but they, were, <laughs> but they were behind a half silvered mirror so that the accuser couldn't see them? Mm. then they would have to attend and they would also not have to fear for their lives after court. I feel like that should already be a thing, right? Isn't mm. that a thing for what like if? rape no. cases and stuff? No, like, no, 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 no. Really? No. no. There's, a, there's, a, there's a good tradition of, of having to face your... Uh, as, as an accuser, you have to you know, be able to face... face, face well, face I, I know as in well. Australia... That so you, it, it, it works both ways. You, you as the accused have a right to see who is... You know, spouting this stuff against yeah. you if it if it is false. Remember, the whole legal system, depending on which country you come from, but ours being English, is on a tradition of protecting the innocent. Hmm. You know, every single precedent, every single um, uh, uh, system that we have is based around protecting people who have been falsely accused or are innocent and, you know, a, a victim of circumstance. It's all about, you know, making sure that their rights are protected. Yeah. I'm going to make a call here. I'm going to go with they can produce... To, um, testimony through a cop not being a person because if my country is all about people doing what they want mm-hmm. if they do not feel comfortable going into a building with someone they should not have to but if watch, they watch your corruption levels yeah. spike well this. that's fine I mean because then you get you get the cops who really want a conviction and so they fabricate or they mis- misappropriate I, mean, I, I, I understand why you're doing it I would go with Dog fight. <laughs> I, I, okay, the if only we were doing this, I wouldn't go with a, a peacock fight. In my case, yep. is because peacock wrestling is a proud tradition of say Australia, <laughs> and we have it down to a fine art where it's more of a dance where neither <laughs> neither the the person nor the peacock gets hurt. Well, that's that's so nice. So I think reducing court cases to that would demean the actual art of peacock wrestling. Yep. So I would go with. Uh, the accuser has to be there. I, I understand, and I do personally agree with you. But <laughs> it, uh, but as as the supreme leader of the United yeah. States of America, I don't want to be that guy that's saying, "Hey, you can do whatever you want, except for this one case." Yeah. And with that being said, let's see what happens. <laughs> so you can do whatever you want, except and, for in this courtroom. <laughs> and also, I liked in an ideal world, we can trust that our law enforcement won't be corrupt. We should be given the benefit of their job is to be this beacon of justice, right? As someone who wishes to be a cop, I can understand where you're coming from. You can't trust anybody. Least of all, 
the penguins. Old folks reminisce about the last time someone was acquitted of a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Pacifism went up 52%. Authoritarianism went up 50%. Social conservatism went up 11 And then it all, like, little changes here and there. Let's see what went down, though. God, there's a lot. Um, down. So the, corruption didn't go up. There wasn't a... Let me, oh, let me see. Maybe it was one of the ones that went up small. Because there's a lot of stuff that goes up in, like, single digits. That I've I would have... No, I would have... Mm, no. Double oh, at least. Corruption went up 3%. <laughs> Um, it's only the beginning. <laughs> okay, as I for, was already like ninety four percent. Yours? No, yours. Oh no, no <laughs> I was no. making a funny. <laughs> okay, so crime went down eighteen percent. Wow. Ideological radicality went down nine percent. Nudity went down eight percent. Oh, that's a shame. The gambling industry went down five percent. Civil rights did go down four percent, and intelligence went down two. But that's in the oh. Lifespan went down 0.2%, which is interesting, I guess. I don't well, know. you can't argue with the results. <laughs> that seems like a win for anybody who is an accuser. Yeah, I'm happy a with win this. for the cops. Yeah. <laughs> well, because maybe, it's, maybe it would have been worse if I had maybe a lot of corruption in my stats, but I don't think I do from memory. I was reading something before. But maybe I just, like, I know black market-wise, my black market is actually like 0.5% or something. Right. So... It's possible just through that. It's not too Ooh, very bad. Good. Very good. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's all three of us. We're done. We've good. made the world a better place in some cases. In some cases. We've made it a lot shinier. Same a, a lot glowier. Less oh, no. Liberal. Oh, no. Oh, no. Guys, what, I found the stat. <laughs> I am in the... Oh, no. Actually, this is a good stat. I'm in the top 88% for corruption. So I'm in the minor. I'm almost in the full minority. I think what? one more... 88% oh, the top 88% of, of, of corruption. Yeah, as, in, as, as opposed to like my... As in the top 14%? As opposed of, to my mining, which is the top 8%. No, no. no. So 88% means you're 88% corrupt out of a no, total 100%. No, surely not. No, it means because my mining industry is the biggest industry. So if you're I'm in the in, top 88th percentile I mean 88. For, for grades... You did very poorly on yeah. your exams. Some of the stats here are negative stats that the higher you get. Ah. Yeah, so it, it's, it's from stat to stat. It's, it's. I was just going through my rankings. Like I'm highest. Remember my insurance industry is really high? Yeah. That's top 10% and that's what we're famous for. Whereas on the other end of the scale. I mean, that's high. the thing. You okay. could just be in a really, either a really corrupt or a really not corrupt region. Yes, but region. even with that so... I'm happy that I'm the shining beacon of justice <laughs> no. in that region. And with the oh God, 90, top 90% for arms manufacturing. We don't have an army from memory. You don't need one with all the nukes. It's fine. You, you, that is a no, those are, for, those are for energy purposes only. <laughs> I think you're just inviting trouble there by <coughs> with that blatant lie. I'm proud of my <laughs> nuclear weapons. No, yeah. not, I don't want weapons. I, I have no standing military forces from memory when we set up. Okay. I've got a, we I've just got rely a, on the honor system. I've got an army <laughs> of an army of constricted students who are quickly learning how to press the uh, fire button <laughs> on, on, those, on those missiles. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, that's our first episode. Oh, thank, thank you, you gentlemen. Thank the you. Uh, People's Republic of Zane Australia thanks your nations for joining us this week. Uh, feel free to check us out on Facebook or on Twitter. In the famous words of the United States of Sub-America, train, say your prayers and eat your vitamins. Wow. Is that really your motto? That's our motto, yeah. I don't know. 
Oh, my motto is twirling toward the future. Twirling toward <laughs> the really future. Pretty. <laughs> what would, what's, what's, what's your motto? In the spirit of complete repeal of a pamphlet constitution, carte blanche, sans plume. <laughs> Blank pages, no pens. Oh, that's great. I, I was expecting just a hyphen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks everyone. Thank you. Um, yeah, get in touch with us if you have any questions and we'll try to answer all your questions. Thanks. See you next time. Do you like the idea of ending with our mottos? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.